Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. It's a 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown! Let's play ball. Friends, welcome back to God's Playbook. This Friday is another Friday in Lent, which allows us to really focus on one of the most beautiful and ancient prayer practices of our church, which, by the way, is not just reserved for the season of Lent, but is specifically focused in the season, and that is praying the Stations of the Cross. In every Catholic church through the world, in some special place within the church proper itself, the Stations of the Cross are depicted on the walls, in the stained glass windows, or perhaps in some other special place, to remind us of the suffering of Jesus and his journey to Golgotha, in what's called the Walk of Calvary, or the Stations of the Cross. The Stations of the Cross, which are both biblical and part of our church tradition, remind us that Jesus' agony was excruciating. It was long. It was burdensome. It was difficult. And yet, Jesus focused on his mission to deliver us from sin by his death on the cross. And the Stations of the Cross, friends, allows us in a very tangible and real way to walk along Jesus on his path to Calvary. I'm not sure how many of you have had the great privilege of being in the Holy Land. I know I've had the great blessing so far to lead a pilgrimage once to the Holy Land. But there in the streets of Jerusalem, you can pray the Stations of the Cross in the very places to which it is believed that Jesus experienced such stations. And I can tell you, friends, and those who have done this, I'm sure you would agree, of the profound nature that it has left on me as a person and on those who walk the Via della Rosa, or the way of the cross. And this way can be done by anybody, a child, an adult, somebody who's young at heart. The way of the cross is our way. It's a way to thank Jesus for his suffering. It's a way to identify the different sufferings and events that happened to our precious Lord before he gave up his soul on the cross. But that we also have to realize, friends, that all along we see that Jesus was a willing participant in his own execution. He had the power to change things. He could have opted out at any time. And yet Jesus willingly bore the cross for you and for me. And so the way of the cross is a powerful way for us to really give thanks to Jesus for what he's done for us. Now, I pray that all of us have prayed the Stations of the Cross before. If not, for the next two weeks, I am going to be introducing to you or further identifying in great depths the beauty of each Station of the Cross to help us to come to know its meaning connected to our own lives through sacred scripture and our own experience, and how we can use this series to enhance our experience of Lent in Lent 2023. So now, when you think of the Stations of the Cross, 
as I mentioned, and every church is depicted differently depending on when the church was built, the tastes of the people or the artist or perhaps the pastor or religious community that runs the parish. And yet what is consistent is the focus on Jesus and his suffering on the cross. There are many different ways of the cross. One of my favorite ways is called Mary's way of the cross, where we pray the way of the cross through the lens and through the eyes of Mary who walked by Jesus. Another very popular way is called the St. Ignatius way of the cross in which we use some of the prayers of St. Ignatius. Another famous way is called the St. Alphonsus Liguri way of the cross, which is biblically based and again uses the scriptures to help us to identify. There's the development and peace way of the cross. There's so many different ways of the cross that have been created. So find a way of the cross that really speaks to your heart. If you've never prayed the way of the cross, then just go to your own local parish, especially on Fridays and Lent, and I'm sure that you will find that the parish prays the way of the cross together. I know I am proud to lead the way of the cross in my own parish. But this is, again, not something that is just reserved for Lent. I know there are people who every Friday pray the way of the cross. I know there are people in my parish that pray the way of the cross every single day on their own. It's beautiful when you see that because it allows us to truly identify with the sufferings of Jesus and how we can connect our sufferings with his. So throughout the way of the cross, the stations, which generally are either 14 if the resurrection is not included, or 15 if the resurrection is included, are helpful tools for us to focus on the suffering of Jesus, as I mentioned. And no matter what form that you might use, the focus is the same. And so for the next two weeks, friends, I will be leading us each day in the podcast, focusing on one of the stations of the cross. For today, what I want to do is talk about the structure. So whether it's led by a priest, a deacon, or a lay minister, we start with the sign of the cross, and we might say an opening prayer, depending on the version that we use. But then as each station is announced, there's a beautiful phrase that is said, we adore you, O Christ, and we praise you. And then the response is, for by your holy cross, you have redeemed the world. So again, this idea of we adore you and we praise you. We are recognizing that because of Jesus' suffering, we praise God for that. And then we acknowledge that by the cross, Jesus has brought redemption to the world. So even just in that one statement, such a profound statement of faith and truth as we give thanks to Jesus for what he has done for us. Then, as the station is read, whether it's a scripture passage or a reflection on the actual instance in the suffering or the event that transpired to the Lord as he carried the cross to Calvary, we are invited through prayerful reflection to think about what has taken place. If you're a visual person like me, I encourage you to look at either the image in the booklet or perhaps the station itself that's hanging from the wall or in the stained glass window, depending on your parish, and really try to identify with what is being said. Then often there may be a response that we are encouraged to participate in. 
And then in some cases, you may say a prayer or some of our more well-known prayers. A lot of people like to pray an Our Father, a Hail Mary, and a Glory Be between each station. One of the most ancient hymns of our church is what's called the Stabat Mater. The Stabat Mater, which of course is Latin, suggests that Mary walked beside Jesus. And so there are 14 verses to this hymn corresponding to each of the stations of the cross, excluding the resurrection, that help us to understand that we are to be like Mary by his cross, our vigil keeping. And the beautiful words that are used, depending on the particular station, help us to once again follow, as the most faithful disciple of Jesus did, our Blessed Mother, to be with him every step of the journey. And so the stations are a great expression of prayer. So if you've never prayed the Stations of the Cross together, I invite you to your local parish and participate in that. I trust that you will find them to be very moving, inspiring, and helpful. If you are continuing to be faithful to the Stations of the Cross, I encourage you, not just on Fridays in Lent, perhaps Fridays all year round, to make sure that you and your family pray the Stations of the Cross as I try to pray every Friday. Or even in the season of Lent, why not pray the Stations of the Cross every day through Lent? so that the sufferings of Jesus are always at the forefront of our mind. But what I also want us to know is that as we pray the Stations of the Cross, it helps us to connect our sufferings with that of Jesus. I've spent many podcasts alluding to this, how our suffering is not a waste or just painful or something that we should just endure. But connecting our sufferings to that of Jesus can help to be very redemptive in nature. And so, friends, I encourage you, pray the way of the cross and see how the Lord will touch your soul. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. For God's Playbook, friends, I'm Father Rico. God loves you, and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via Budsprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks, and God bless.